Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, 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 Darren Mitchell here, host of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast, and welcome back to another episode. So glad you could join me on this beautiful Thursday, the 4th of February, 2021. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk about a topic that is very, uh, very apt. I think it's apt anytime, but especially now that in Australia, come Monday, uh, 8th of February, we're going to start the Australian Open, which was delayed a couple of weeks due to COVID. And uh, it's, well, scheduled to uh, kick off on 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 Monday. But uh, as I read uh, newspapers today, there's a new case of COVID, which uh, has now thrown 600 people into isolation, all the tennis players and so forth. So hopefully that'll, that'll go ahead and uh, we can get a, a good tournament off and running and uh, people can go and enjoy the tennis. Without being uh, without being concerned about uh, this COVID disease, uh, but I want to talk about in in relation to this, uh, I want to talk about coaching, and I I'm a bit biased in this. So up front, I'm a coach, I'm an executive coach, work with sales leaders, work with sales teams, uh, and also happen to be working with a lot of non-sales leaders as well. So uh, if you're a if you're a leader out there that's looking for some executive coaching, hey, I'm your man. I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you. Um, but I want to talk about con- coaching in the context of why is it that elite performers uh, across multiple different disciplines always have coaches and why we should have coaches if we are wanting to be uh, reaching the elite level of performance but also uh, getting to a stage where we can maintain the elite level of performance. And the one thing that I've, I've come to realize and I've done a lot of research on this and you, you do the same thing, you look across any different industry, uh, any well, any any endeavor really, and you'll see that elite performers, exceptional performers, have something in common that separates them from every everybody else. And first of all, actually, there's a couple of things. One is they're never, ever satisfied with where they're at. They're, they're happy with who they are. And I know that that's always evolving, but they're never satisfied with their level, current level of performance. There's always another level that they can get to, even if it's just a 1%. Uh, incremental improvement they're looking for. Now, whether they're um, whether they're making $100 million a year or $100,000 a year, they're always looking for how can I incrementally improve and get better? And this is what keeps them at the top of their game. Now, the other thing there that separates them from everybody else is they surround themselves with great people and they surround themselves specifically with good mentors and good coaches. Now, this is how they're able to achieve their elite performance levels, but also how they get to maintain their elite performance levels. And so every walk of life, when you look through this, whether you're looking at the music industry, whether you're looking at just general entertainment actors, uh, stage performers, comedians, uh, if you're looking through sports, and, and this is why it's so apt with the Australian Open Tennis, there are so many tennis players. In fact, I think I could probably you could probably count on one hand how many tennis players who are professional who do not have a coach. Uh, and probably Nick Curios is the prime example. As we know, he coaches himself. Uh, what unbelievable talent. Imagine if he had a coach, how better he'd actually be. Uh, but you'll, you'll see that all these guys have coaches. Uh, elite sports people have coaches. Even the coaches of these elite sports people have coaches. If you look at team sports, uh, individuals, you've got obviously a, a coach of the team. But the coaches are also working with coaches. Uh, individual players within the team have their line coaches, and many players will also employ their own coach, 
that complements what they're actually doing and complements the words and the strategies and the tactics that their team coach is actually utilizing. If you also look across the business world, a lot of the uh, top executives, uh, middle managers, people who are quite ambitious and quite successful, quote unquote, in their role, whether they be uh, in a public company or a private listed company, uh, they all have coaches as well. They all work with people that enables them to maintain that level of elite performance. So the question I often ask myself is, okay, if if it's if we look at these people, and many people hold these sports people, these top business people up on a pedestal, right? And that's a dangerous thing potentially do and probably a topic for another day. But um, if if we look at these people and look at how successful they are, it's very easy to look at them and say, oh, they're, they're but me goes I, and oh, they're so lucky. I wish I could be like that. But you don't necessarily understand the work that goes into these people doing what they're doing and actually getting to the position that they're currently in and maintaining that. And it's often the people that are behind them, the, behind them that they surround themselves with that provide them with that, um, I guess, that sounding board. And I'll talk about some of the key attributes of coaching in a second as to why they're able to maintain that level of performance. And so it begs the question, if they believe that surrounding themselves with great people, surrounding themselves with coaches and mentors is pretty much fundamental to their ability to maintain a level of success and continue to improve and drive that incremental change, then why is it that so many people, particularly in the business world and maybe in the lower levels of sport, for example, believe it's not necessary to have a coach or they think they can go it alone or they think they can just read books and maybe listen to podcasts and they'll get all the messages and the magic that they need to become better. It's it's an interesting dynamic, and one thing that um, what one thing I've come to realize is these people who are really successful they surround themselves with great people for a very specific reason, and so there should be some messages in that, and there should be some things we take away from that that we can apply to ourselves and give ourselves the opportunity of making those incremental improvements, and in some cases the exponential improvements by working with and aligning ourselves with a coach or a mentor. So why do these people surround themselves with coaches and why should you commit to working with a coach? And that's that's the key message for today. Uh, thinking about where you're at right now and how you could potentially benefit from working with somebody who can help you get to the next level of performance, whatever that level is that you define, uh, but allowing you to get to that next level. Now, some people, they like to work with people and they want to increase their business by 100%, 200%, 1,000%, and that's fine. Um, others just want a, a small 5 10% incremental improvement, and that's fine as well. Um, there are always different uh, reasons for working with coaches and different goals you want to achieve. Uh, but the key message out of today's podcast episode is to really start thinking about if I'm not working with a coach, why not, right? If it's good enough for elite performers and if it's good enough for executives and it's good enough for high potential people, why can't I also take advantage of the working with a coach and really give myself every opportunity of expanding my capability, increasing and improving my development and really taking my performance to the next level? Because it'll also pay dividends for your your team as well and in the context of what we talk about here in terms of the, the podcast around sales leadership. Now it reminds me before I talk about some of the key key reasons or the key attributes that, that a coach brings to the table, I just wanted to share a, a personal story and this one is a few years ago and it's bef- before I became I guess a full-time sort of leadership coach mentor working with sales leaders and their teams and I was working with I was working with a a business development uh, person. Now I won't I won't give you his name because I haven't got permission to to talk about him specifically, so I've got to keep his name out of it. But if he's listening, he probably knows who he is. Um, so I was working with this person, and his goal for the year was to significantly improve his sales results in the organisation that he was working for. 
Now, it's not to say that he wasn't successful, but he, he'd found and realized that his, uh, his performance over the last two years had kind of plateaued. For all intents and purposes, from the outside looking in, he was very successful, was always making his number, but he felt there was just another level that he wanted to get to. So he and I started to work together, and we worked for a period of, I think, about 11 months in the end. And what was really interesting, at the end of those 11 months, um, he had significantly improved his uh, his attitude, his, his whole approach to sales. Um, he had become a different version of himself, so he had actually significantly developed from a personal point of view, which made him more attractive to not only his customers and potential customers, but when you look at all the people he had to liaise with and deal with with inside the organization to get, I guess, their buy-in and influence them to get an outcome, all of a sudden, more and more people wanted to work with him. The upshot of that is at the end of the, that financial year, he sent me a text message with a photograph and he said, mate, I just want to uh, thank you because I've just been awarded the number one salesperson in this, in this business for this year. And he had grown, he, he literally doubled his, his sales result for the year. And that was simply working through, and I'm not, this is not a case of big noting me as a, as a coach, although it was really, really satisfying to see that he, that he achieved that. But it was a case of, here's a person who found that he needed another level to get to. He felt that he was almost like plateaued. He was very successful, but he felt there was something more he had to give. And so he needed to work with somebody who could provide that, uh, I guess, that perspective, that disassociated perspective that could help him through a few things and work on some strategies that when he implemented them, and this is the key thing, he actually, everything we spoke about, he implemented. And when he did that, he actually got the results. And at the end of it, uh, the satisfaction that I had and certainly the satisfaction that he had was just phenomenal. And it's something that's uh, is actually priceless because uh, whilst there may not have been a, I mean, there was a, there was a small amount of, I guess, transaction between us, but uh, at the end of the day, what he's gone on to do now, based on the work that we did together, is just phenomenal. So it set a platform for him to continue to improve over the long term. So that's just one personal example of of working with somebody and how you can help people really improve. Now, think about this as a sales leader. Are you doing this with your team? Are you acting as a sales leader and as a coach and mentor for your team to really extract the potential they have and really help those people become better versions of themselves and take their performance to an entirely new level, which then becomes sustainable because they've developed some phenomenal habits. So when we look at coaching and when we look at coaches and why people surround themselves with great coaches and great people, great mentors, here are some things that great coaches will do. Now, as I go through these, just think about for you as you're coaching your team, are you doing this for your team? But also ask yourself the question as I go through these points, are you having somebody do these for you, right? Because in a lot of cases, you can't do it for yourself. As much as we talk about emotional intelligence and self-awareness, uh, as we already know, people need to have somebody with a disassociated view that can give you a perspective that perhaps you're not seeing. And this is why it's really, really important that if you're looking to take your business and your performance and your sales leadership to the next level, you really do need to align yourself with somebody who can help you do that over a sustained period of time. So let's look at some of these attributes. Well, first of all, coaches, what coaches do, great coaches, they'll look for patterns. They'll look for patterns in your performance. They'll look at what you're doing right now. They'll look for things that are working right now, but also things perhaps where there's a couple of uh, gaps or a couple of areas of uh, unfamiliarity, if you like. And so what they do as part of that is they'll look for strategies that are working and they'll work with you to continue to highlight and focus in and maybe double down on some of those strategies so you can continue to furnish those strengths and get even better in those areas. And this is where we talk about things like the zone of genius. So whatever your zone of genius is, you've got to continue to focus on that and take every opportunity to continue to develop that and get better and better and better. 
They'll also look for strategies that are perhaps not working. And this is what's really important because often a person who is, uh, let's just take a golfer, for example, and I used this example either yesterday or the day before, a golfer who is actually practicing, but they've got some sort of a, a slice, an uncontrollable slice, but they don't necessarily know what, what grip they need to have or how they need to change their stance to correct that slice. It's very difficult for that golfer to actually self-coach and self-correct unless, of course, they're a professional, but even those professionals will have coaches working with them. You need to have somebody who can observe and understand what is the strategy that you're putting in place that is resulting in that slice or that hook. And so what a coach will do is actually look at that technique and look at that strategy and they'll break it down and identify the steps of that strategy and all it has to do is change one or two things of that strategy and you cannot get the same result. So all of a sudden, and I found this out when I was I was getting some lessons many years ago in my own golf game, I had some real issues trying to get out of bunkers and I worked with a professional and all he did is he changed my stance and he changed my grip and he got me to focus on a certain part uh, just just after the ball, and all of a sudden, my technique completely changed. Now, it takes practice, but what a great coach will do is they will identify those strategies, help you to continue to furnish those strength zones and their genius zones, but also identify strategies that are not working and make some adjustments so you can start building some capabilities in areas that perhaps right now you might think, for example, are a weakness. The other thing they're, they're really good at is because they're they're not, yes, they've got skin in the game, and yes, they've got buy-in, but they, they're disassociated from, from you. And what they can do, therefore, is provide some really objective and non-biased observations and specifically some perspectives. And what great coaches will do is they'll also be prepared to have the conversations that need to be had, irrespective of whether it's going to hurt somebody's feelings or not. Now, obviously, we need to be aware of um, uh, emotional intelligence and all that sort of stuff and having the right levels of communication. But what a person, why people work with coaches is they want that unbiased, filtered, uh, unbiased, non-filtered conversation. They want they want it be want it to be told like it is. Now, what coaches are really good at is actually giving that because it then becomes almost clinical. Yes, there's still some emotion involved in it, but what they want is they want to be able to provide a clinical analysis of what's working and what's not, and therefore give some perspectives. And therefore, we've got something that we can work with. Based on that, what they'll also do is they'll continue, therefore, to drive some accountability. Now, one thing that coaches can't do is they can't do the work for you. You always have to be responsible for developing the results and delivering those results. But what a coach will do is they'll be there to be either an accountability buddy or they'll drive that accountability. And that may be through setting some benchmarks, setting some short-term goals, giving you some homework, which I give all my clients and not all of them really enjoy the term homework, but it's amazing what happens when they actually do complete the homework and they start getting the results. So they drive the level of accountability. And this is what a lot of people look for because often if they're left to their own devices, it's very easy to let yourself off the hook. It's very easy to give yourself a day off, right? Unless you're completely driven, sometimes to the point of being manically obsessive with being driven to the next level, a lot of people still need that person to be the accountability person to when you don't feel like doing something, to have somebody there to actually encourage you and push you uh, and at least start the momentum being built. The next one is they become almost like a sounding board. So what's really interesting is a lot of my clients will be, the, the relationship is, there's a theme through all the relationships, but some of them I become more of a sounding board for them uh, where they want to just I, I bounce ideas off and often they just want to process some information, but they, they need to share it with me first so to make sure it sounds okay for them. But then others uh, will need some more direction. So sometimes you become a sounding board. Uh, and I often talk to them about when, I, when I'm talking to clients, I often share with them that part of the relationship is going to be a mixture of maybe coaching, mentoring, and sometimes teaching. 
so there's a whole combination. It becomes a, a like a uh, an organic relationship and an all-encompassing relationship. And sometimes uh, just being a sounding board is all you need to be for for that particular person to really. Uh, increase their level of self-awareness and tap into that one thing that, that they're missing. But once they've got it, can be the difference that makes all the difference. Um, the, the biggest thing I think though, what coaches do, and this is what I see a lot, certainly in elite, in elite performance, is the coaches become champions for your development. They are there. Yes, yes, they're getting paid. And yes, there's a financial contribution. And hey, if you're thinking that working with a coach is free, then hey, don't bother because um, everybody who works with a coach knows that there's a value that needs to be placed on that, but it's the it's the value return you get, which is the most important thing because what coaches are really good at is they become champions for you. They're looking for your development. They want you to improve. They want you to win. They want you to get better. They want you to achieve because if you achieve, then that potentially becomes a reflection of them in terms of the work they do. And so if that's the case, then they're more likely to get more referrals and it's not necessarily they don't do it for that, but they're the champions for your development because they want to see uh, you improve. They want to see you reach the heights that you want to get to. If you look across the world in terms of all these elite sports people and elite business people, the people that work behind them, it's very, very rare to have a coach that's working with somebody who's in the, in the limelight, for example, who has a higher profile than the person they're working with. Many coaches like to stay behind the scenes. They Their work is done behind closed doors, and they don't want to get the accolades, they don't want to stand on the pedestal, they know that their work is being done through the performance of the person they're working with. And so they become massive, massive champions of your development. And what they ultimately do as well is they help you become the person that you were destined to become, but they allow you to do this a lot quicker, right? And often we talk about this case of you can go the long way and make a huge amount of mistakes, and it's almost by trial and error, or you can find somebody who has either gone that path or has information about what path to take, that all of a sudden that long path that you're on can all of a sudden become a short path. Now, whether that takes six months to happen instead of 12 months or 12 months instead of two years or three months instead of nine months, it's all relative and it's all based on perspective. But what working with a coach will do is it will fast track your development and therefore it will fast track your results. So here's a question for you. Are you committed to your development? Are you committed to reaching to a high level of performance? And do you believe there's another level of performance you can get to because you believe there's a level of untapped potential that sits within you? If that's the case, then if there is another level to get to, then prioritize your own development. Make it a priority this year and start working with a coach. You will be so grateful. Your future self will thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that because it's a massive investment in your own development and it's such a worthwhile investment based on the return you're going to get. Now, obviously, you've got to select very carefully and make sure that the person you're going to work with is aligned with what you believe to be true in terms of your values and what you believe and driving the right culture, etc. But do the research. Go and find people who you resonate with and and start working with somebody because it will fast track your development quicker than anything else. But also bear in mind what impact it's going to have on your team because you'll be paying it forward and I'll certainly enhance the development your team makes as well. So if that uh, if that message resonates and if you are committed to taking your leadership to another level, let's have a conversation. All right, shameless plug, love to work with you one-on-one. Uh, yes, there's a financial uh, investment involved, as you would expect, but I'd love to work with you one-on-one and help you become that exceptional sales leader that you know you're destined to become and have the capability to become. So let's have that conversation. Go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time, and let's have a conversation. So until next episode, continue to focus on your own development. Continue to look for how you can improve and look for people you can align yourself with to help you along that journey. And when you do that, not only will you start to move closer to being that exceptional sales leader, you'll also find in the process 
you are going to be unleashing the potential that you know you do have. So enjoy a really productive day. I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.